Welcome to the Shaky Frame Podcast. Doing a little switch up today. Daniel is not able to be present, so we pulled up the uh, constant supporter of the podcast, my nephew, Young Sean. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing pretty all right. How about you? I'm fat, bro. Uh, so this is uh, my brother's child, my nephew. Um, I have a brother, and he had a child, so I got a nephew. But uh, he's the ripe young age of 16, you know. The girls, they come to me, and they've had the old bull. Then they go right to Sean. They've had the young calf. Before we really get rolling, though, I'm going to do what Daniel normally does. I'm going to thank May Haley's Grave out of Carrollton, Georgia, for letting us use their music for our podcast. So thank it to you all. Um, So today, we're doing our first animated movie. We are indeed. And we're actually doing our first anime movie. So, weeaboo alert to all you people out here, uh, the four of you that there are. So, <laughs> the movie we did was a Naruto movie. It was Ninja in the Land of Snow, I think it was called. Uh, yeah. yeah and I think you got me into anime, so, like, I know you're a big Naruto fan, so mm-hmm. how did you really get into that? Well, I remember, I don't particularly remember how I got into it, but I remember us being younger, mm-hmm. we would be playing out in the yard with the executioner blade which is something from naruto mm-hmm. and I've not an actual blade actual 30 yeah. foot sword yep yep true story and uh i don't know i've just loved it ever since man yeah well he got me into it and you know i'm recently single and i'm pretty sure that's why so <laughs> i love when you cringe dude this is why i wanted you to come on it's just so i could make you cringe for an hour it's it's going to be a good time. It's going to happen. It's going to be a good time. So you got me into Naruto, and I mean, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z, which most men, I think, my age did. Yeah. And that was all the anime I'd watch. But like, no, if it's not Dragon Ball Z, it's gay. I'm not going to watch it. Anime's gay. That's what That was my thinking. So you got me into Naruto, and like several times through watching this movie today, I got chill bumps. Mm-hmm. I like wanted to get up and drop kick my other nephew, not because he was really doing anything. It's just because that was the situation. That that was how this movie made me feel. So, like, what do you like about it? Well, specifically what you were just talking about, I get that when I watch any kind of anime. If it's really good, I always get those feelings, and that's why I love watching this kind of stuff. Naruto, it always does that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they get to a fight scene, I'm there. I'm I'm not paying attention to anything else. That's I'm there for that. Right. Like, why do you think that is though? Because I mean, I I experience the same thing, and I mm-hmm. think a lot of people that do watch anime probably experience that as well. Mm-hmm. I I suppose it's simply because like movies, they really can't do what an anime can. Mm-hmm. Like, they've tried to do something similar with how action packed like Mission Impossible is, but Mission Impossible is terrible anime usually i mean there are really bad anime as well but most is pretty good and i mean i don't know it's just it's action but in a way that it's good and that doesn't make a lot of sense but that's about how i can explain it i think it's been let known to people that listen to this podcast i'm not a fan of action movies Mm -hmm. but i find it's more I, i it's easier for me to watch action in anime because one the reason I like Naruto and I think the reason I've been enjoying it so much is 
how well developed the side characters are mm -hmm. and the non-filler episodes how well they're written mm -hmm. and that's one of my favorite things about this movie is that you could have never watched Naruto you could have started watching this and without them info dumping you mm -hmm. over and over and boring you you get what's going on the dialogue snappy you get a feel for who the characters are and what they act like and that was a big attraction to me was how tightly this movie was written mm -hmm. I, I think you could watch this movie without have watching any of the other Naruto things mm -hmm. and I mean you may be a little confused about how what the heck's wrong with Kakashi's eye or <laughs> why Naruto's eyes turn red and he turns into this fox demon thing at random points in time so right. you wouldn't understand but you would be there for that story mm -hmm. and, I, and I love it Right. and I think anybody that would give it the chance they would too why do you think so many people are so turned off by anime? Because I, I was one of them. I was. I was for a long time. I was not about that life. And I do, why do you think so many people, like, it's almost a shame mm -hmm. people have when they say they watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'll did. start hanging out with somebody and they're like, yeah, I watch anime sometimes. You're like, why do you say it like that? It's, if you enjoy it, why, why do you think so many people are ashamed to watch it? Or ashamed to let people know they watch it. Alright. Short little story. I'll be sitting there talking to my friends and I'm like, bro, I was watching this great show last night. Like, oh my god, was it anime? I was like, yeah, it was. Like, dude, anime is for children. I'm like, how? Why is it for children? I literally, they just ripped each other apart and there was blood and gore everywhere. Yeah. How's that for children? Bro, it's animated clearly for children. That's not how that works. No, no, the same people go watch Big Bang Theory and think it's funny. Exactly. And I mean, <laughs> there. I mean, okay, there are some good jokes in Big Bang Theory. There's a few. There's some. But if you ever watch the video of it without the laugh track, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it really is. But um, I. It's honestly just that people think that it's made for a specific audience when it's really not. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are anime for children and there are anime not for children. Well you were explaining to me something that I kind of just don't get because my view of like like anime like coming from Japan you know like my view of it I would assume that like Dragon Ball Super mm -hmm. and Naruto and Bleach and uh, like One Piece are all super popular over there but you were explaining to me that like it's not, like that's it's a it's a minority in mm -hmm. like the Japanese culture around anime that people don't like those the way like or, Amer or like Americans or like Western people do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sim like you'll have, and I mean I'm sure there there are still some Asians out there that love these shows, but it's not like they're consistently still watching it. Like I guarantee, like. This is probably my third time watching Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Uh -huh. It doesn't get boring to me. It's Neither my first. I'm just in break, interrupting you. And if you want to watch Naruto, watch Naruto. But make sure you watch all of Naruto before you watch Shippuden. Because I'm consistently every night shitting my pants while I'm watching it. It's fantastic. Go ahead. And, I mean, the Shonen Jump kind of bracket of anime, mm -hmm. it's not as big in the Asian countries as it was when it first came out. Shippuden, Dragon Ball Z. We're getting everything One Piece, years yeah. and years after it's been out. Yeah. Especially Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Like Dragon Ball Z, Dra Dragon Ball Z 
ended, they don't watch Super. Yeah. In Japan. That's so weird to me, though. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I see as, like, Japanese cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, um, One Piece, it's got, a, it's got like, 800 and something episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm, a lot of Japanese and Asian people don't watch it anymore. Yeah. And they just say, well, the story ended here, even though they kept making more. Yeah. A lot of Asians don't watch Boruto, which is the series after Naruto and then after Shippuden. Yeah. It's just, it ended there for them where it didn't for us. Right. And I feel like a lot of the people who are making the anime kept on making it because of the inter- international communities. Well, I mean, like, I'm a 22-year-old man-child. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm kind of just now, like, getting... I would say I'm getting into anime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still watching the standard ones, but, I mean, you're constantly recommending me shows and stuff, and I'm, I'm very interested to explore it. Yeah. But one of the reasons I think... Kind of jumping off of that topic a little bit, one of the reasons I think... I like anime so much is like Naruto it's the archetypical hero's journey mm-hmm. it's, it's a story that's been told for thousands and thousands and thousands of years from the bible to the story of Kavo it's, 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 been, it's been told hundreds and thousands of times but what I appreciate about Naruto is it takes the hero's journey mm-hmm. puts it in I think a really really unique setting and what I love about Naruto is the side characters mm-hmm. like I was telling you the other day like you could shift Naruto as not the main character in Naruto and it'd still be good and it would still be a great series you can pick any you can name any side character mm-hmm. and I would watch a show about them and I mean we have filler episodes like mm-hmm. they're not well they're not they're filler episodes but they're like to teach you the history of the show Okay. Like, there's ones about Kakashi, and when he was a child and young, and when he joined the Anbu, great. Mm-hmm. They're just perfect. And there's, it's, they do it for a lot of the main, well, uh, not main characters, but mm-hmm. sub-main characters. And they're just as equally, or not, or, or better than the actual Naruto story. I mean, like, he's, like... He's not my favorite character mm-hmm. by far. He's not mine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't like it when it's about him, because mm-hmm. there are sections of the series, like when he's training under Jiraiya, that I just completely enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I would rather watch, um, like Kakashi and Mike guy racing. Mm-hmm. Or the, I don't remember the name of the episode, but it's Sakura Choji and Naruto help the Ichiraku ramen guy cook ramen ramen. with their ninjutsu. Mm -hmm. And I've always had this problem with stuff, and I think this is why, part of the reason I don't like action movies, Mm -hmm. and part of the reasons I don't like super dramatic fantasy movies. I keep finding myself, and it's because I love the characters so much, because they're written so well, and they're so, uh, they're relatable, and I think that's where the attraction comes from, but what gets me is, like, when someone will attack the village, or Naruto will get get attacked, Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch that, 
Yeah, because you don't want to see them get hurt. I no, I, 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 I want to watch them like all going out to get ramen as a group one night and the, the various conversations and things that happen that way. Some of my favorite parts in certain episodes were young Naruto going to get ramen with, with Aruka, Aruka Sensei. Sensei. Yeah. Man. I, I, and I, you know, I, I'll say it. I'll come out and say it. Naruto is directly responsible for how much Asian food I've been consuming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been eating sushi twice a week. I can not stop myself from getting coconut milk tea, which is Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. And it's because when I fucking watch Naruto and they show you like some barbecue pork or some fucking ramen noodles, they the look Joji episode, so dude. good. The the split little points in the shows where Choji pops up, I get so mm-hmm. hungry. Like, why do you think cartoon food looks so much fucking better? That it, it, it's established. Mm-hmm. Everyone in our age group, and I mean, you're five years younger than me, but mm-hmm. I still consider us part of the same childhood realm. You know, we watch mm-hmm. pretty much the same shows and stuff like that. Everybody in our age group wants a motherfucking Krabby Patty. <laughs> Every single one, dude. I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, I want some Ichiraku ramen. I'm, you can go get it. That's all I'm saying, Sean. Take a midnight midnight run to Japan. Just run over there. I'd be down. How youth, baby. I would sprint across the ocean for Ichiraku ramen, bro. But why do you think it looks so much better? Simply because of color. You it, can it make so you can make something just look brilliant mm-hmm. with just that a good subtle word. color. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's seeing the characters enjoy it so much mm-hmm. like um for instance i don't remember what they're called but it's like uh something sin city or something like that and the whole movie's in gray yeah black and white and mm-hmm. then you've got split sections where like the woman will have red lips or mm-hmm. you'll see her blonde hair mm-hmm. that makes those subtle details so much more powerful right, it's the absence of color that makes you appreciate the color mm-hmm. and i think with the food like it's not necessarily there's an absence of color there's just such an excess of of the color and like the way they draw the light like shining off the pork or off the off the soup it looks delicious man mm-hmm. you know at the bringing it closer to the movie at the end of it they did something very similar they had made the uh, the whole movie in that snowy yep. biome so it was a little bit more, more gritty gray in a way and then they got to the end where spoiler alert there was the springtime happening right and it just became so much more vibrant and it made that whole little scene where she everybody could see the I don't the care dude <laughs> Rainbow Rossing on mm-hmm. it got hard yep. so you said you had a problem with this movie what was it okay and this is just a subtle detail and the anime versus the manga does this all the time mm-hmm. the manga it has strict rules the anime not so much so Kakashi used ice release during the thing to copy the guy's jutsu. Because uh, I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody listens to this podcast, but if I don't know if anybody that listens to this podcast knows kind of what. So kind of explain like the ninjutsus and the different releases. Okay. You're, you wait, you know, he, this man is our residential anime <laughs> expert. We've just been keeping him on tabs just in case, and his time to shine is here. That's what I'm here for. Whole universe set in a. I w- I'm not going to say Japan like. What time period would you consider it as? Uh. 
it looks like a feudal Japan era. Mm-hmm. But, but with some they, modern yeah, technology. Yeah, with some modern modern technology simply because of the ninjutsu. Right. And that's kind of how I see it is that society has stayed where it's at mm-hmm. because the ninjutsu has rendered all of these technologies that would have been mm-hmm. been built like obsolete. Like in the movie, we noticed that there were horses. Mm-hmm. Which you don't ever see. I've never in seen the a horse in Naruto besides the movie. Because they don't need them. Because they can do the chakra running and it makes them so much faster and they can run across the treetops. I noticed that. Naruto mm-hmm. got so slow when the device was on him. Mm-hmm. That I, I'd never thought about that, that they run faster because of their chakra. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, explain to people so, everything else. The ninjutsus are all based off elements, and I'm not like helium, carbon, mm-hmm. just the simple Greek base elements of fire wood earth wind ramen, ramen noodles yeah and then <laughs> if i could ramen release shit combining certain ones you can get other ones and not a lot of characters can do that that's what's called a keke genkai and that's like taking the water release and the wind release creates the ice release Explain to them what the KK it's a bloodline power. Yeah, it's a bloodline. Specific families will have Spec- access yeah. to this type of jutsu. Specific families, and then sometimes you'll find outliers who were way, way roughly related to that line mm-hmm. and were able to get the jutsus because basically all the shinobi we see are all related to spe- one specific human being. But I don't know anything about that. I yell at you like twice a week for telling me shit I don't want to know. <laughs> And uh, Kakashi is not one human being who is bloodline related to anybody, the Yuki clan, mm-hmm. which is the clan that does the ice release mm-hmm. other than the um, outliers. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of ice release because it's supposed to be rare, but this the land of snow is known for having them as well. Kakashi does not have the ice release. He does not have the Keke Genkai, so he can't use the Sharingan, which is his red eye, to be able to copy the Jutsu. Therefore, it doesn't make sense. But why Why is that? Like, why? The Sharingan is like a... I don't know the specific kite, but it's a Keke Genkai, and it enhances their eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know way more... I don't, we don't really need to dissect what it does or mm-hmm. anything, but... Why? Because they call Kakashi Hatake is he's my favorite character. He's a fantastic character. He's the uh, leader of the group of care of the team main seven. Of, uh, the team seven, which is Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, who are kind of the main trio of the series in mm-hmm. a sense. And Kakashi's their team leader, and uh, he has a Sharingan for things I will not describe here. And they call him the Copy Ninja because he uses Sharingan to see ninjutsu, mm-hmm. and he then copies them. So why? Would him not having the Keke Genkai keep him from having the ability to copy the Jutsu? He could easily copy the hand signs. He does it to a lot of ninjas. But it's the specific type of release that even if he did the hand signs, the Jutsu would not happen. Most Jonin Mm -hmm. know more than one release. release. Like Naruto, for instance, whenever he comes back from hanging out with Jiraiya, he knows... Wind release and maybe a couple others that I I can't remember, but most Jonin like well, Aruka Sensei is a Chunin. Okay, never mind. Uh, uh, most Jonin know two releases. So mm-hmm. like in this instance, let's say they knew water release 
and wind release. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that they can fuse those together to get the ice release. It's that specific genetic detail that Mm -hmm. allows them to be able to put those two together. Like, for instance, with the Rasengan and wind release, those don't count because Rasengan is just pure chakra. Right, it's not a release of any type. And, um... That, that's just simply my, my one little pet peeve is because Kakashi can't do that, mm-hmm. but they made it because, I mean, it was better for the story, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. It I, was very, very cinematic. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to him. It was, in, it was, it was subtly important, which made it okay. Mm-hmm. But overall lore and full length story, it doesn't make sense. And they don't do that as much in the anime other than like select characters they'll come up with just for the anime Mm -hmm. but they usually don't just like throw oh you know Kakashi he can do steam release now because why not he can copy ninja Mm -hmm. they don't do that well I know some movies Mm -hmm. they're canon right yeah I think so yeah this one wasn't yeah this one was not my biggest thing is one I thought it was animated beautifully Mm mm-hmm I have met some people and known some people that do not, they don't like the anime style. Like, they don't like that form of animation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I I grew up watching Studio Ghibli movies, like My Neighbor Totoro and Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm -hmm. And I I guess that was kind of my first love with anime. Because I saw those before I ever saw Dragon Ball Z. But um, I thought it was animated beautifully, beautifully. I thought the fight scenes in a sense were kind of lacking mm-hmm. because it's obviously a movie they obviously have a bigger budget which one I have a bone to pick because we don't get theatrical releases for these movies but um, they have a bigger budget you could tell they have a bigger budget mm-hmm. just in how polished the animation looks and I feel like some of the fight scenes were lackluster I 100% agree and a lot of the times they do th- this they, they like to focus on the big cinematic jutsus instead of the taijutsu. Mm-hmm. And uh, Naruto Shippuden The Last, which is the last movie for Shippuden. Right. Ironically named. It uh, Unironically. Unironically, but ironically. But ironically. It's ironically unironic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Brilliantly choreographed fight scenes. Mm-hmm. The taijutsu in that was beautiful. It was perfect. Even, like, that one had a obviously had a massive budget for it because it was the last movie supposed last movie before Boruto came out Mm -hmm. and Boruto had a movie it was Naruto or it was Boruto Naruto's something movie not a good movie no no. it goes over the same thing that you'll be seeing in the anime don't watch the movie it's just not as good as the anime Mm -hmm. the anime portrayed everything so much better well that's what I I think we're gonna see kind of not I mean, not necessarily anime, because, I mean, it already is long-form, short episodes, expecting with manga and whatnot, but I think the effect in people's, like, appreciation for long-form storytelling mm-hmm. is starting to be seen in, like, mainstream media with Netflix and stuff like that, and I appreciate it more. I mean, I think we've had this argument on the podcast, me and Daniel have, mm-hmm. when I think we were, he was bitching about Marvel, yeah. but, um, like, I would rather spend... Like, like the, the, the excitement I feel, because I'm going to watch One Piece eventually, mm-hmm. that there's 800 episodes. There's going to be more. That, like, I get excited, because that's just more time I get to spend with characters and concepts that I enjoy and I love. You know, uh, 
One Piece, it's a it's a great series. I've been watching it recently, and comparable to Naruto, um, it's it's a big difference in art style. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that the universe in One Piece is similar to the universe in Naruto with the lore and the way things work with like the uh, the devil fruit, which is how they get their powers. It's basically like their jutsus. Mm-hmm. So, like, people have them. I guess it's kind of like a Keke Genkai, but not Bloodline-related. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very enjoyable to watch. See, my opinion of Dragon Ball Z has been tarnished. Mm-hmm. It hurt. It was a painful process. But, I mean, it's not... I really don't think it's that good of an anime. I just think it kind of was a lot of people's first. Mm-hmm. And that's... It just turned a lot of people on. And they then like uh, some people like the people I work with like they will not watch another fucking anime. It's not Dragon Ball Z. It's some weeaboo shit. And they ain't about <laughs> it. I I agree, and I think um, Naruto is my favorite anime, but I don't think it's the best I've seen. What is? Um. Store no, not story wise. Just overall, it's called Overlord. Uh-huh great and I, I think I've mentioned it to you but the one where he gets sucked into the computer game or something like yeah, that he was basically a weeaboo nerd who played one game consistently 75% of the t- not well 95% so of the time yeah basically me <laughs> and then he gets sucked into a game and became his main his character that he was and it was an MMORPG it was called uh, Yggdrasil mm-hmm. and in the game him and his clan were like these top tier players they were the best of the best because they consistently played and they were never beaten in the game ever Mm -hmm. and then at the end of Yggdrasil's life uh, whenever they said they were going to shut it down they set up a timer in the top corner and he sat in the game because all his other friends had stopped playing the game a while earlier he was the only one who consistently kept playing he loved the game that's all he did he created this perfect mage build a, a life stream and it, he sat in the Yggdrasil until the timer went down and when the timer went down the screen goes black he comes out in this brand new world it's not Yggdrasil but it's got a lot of what Yggdrasil had mm-hmm. and he's in the tomb of Nazarek which is his clan base it's huge and crazy and he's by himself so what's he do well you know I don't know if I'm the only one that's here so why don't I take over the world to see if I can find some other players? So that's <laughs> what he does. All the NPCs that they had created to do the little simple jobs around the Tomb of Nazarek all came to life. So he's got this busty Yandere waifu who's just... Uh, Alright, that's uh, one on the weeaboo counter for this evening. Every time you go full into it, really add one to the counter. Okay, well... Basically, I don't I, know what the I, fuck you said. <laughs> All right, what? What's okay. the first word? Yandere. Yandere. Basically, means Yandere. she's a cra- she's a crazy bi- crazy bitch girlfriend that'll kill you if you even look at another girl. Yandere. Like she like creams her pants. Yandere. 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 Yeah. Waifu. Like Madara, but Yandere. Madara. Okay. Okay. And okay. then there's another version of that that's Sundere, which is basically she's cold hearted. Loves you, 
but doesn't show it. See, you're out here learning how to speak Japanese because of your love for hentai. I mean, anime. <laughs> I mean, you can't wrong. lie to me. You can't lie to me. You know, I saw that body pillow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, what was the other word I used? Waifu. That's basically like love wife. or wife. Yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't mean wife, but it, it means wife. It's basically like in today's lang or swir- slur, I'm... It's slang. Bae. The fuck is a lang and what the <laughs> fuck is a slur? <laughs> Shut up. He, shit. No, 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 no. No, we're going to be a tag team strip duo <laughs> and you're going to be lang and I'm going to be slur. Okay. It's basically means bay. See, fuck that word too. And then yandere means crazy hoe. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's basically what I it like is. That. And, um,. It's a good anime. I think it's got a brilliant story, and it's got three seasons now. It's into the third season. It has three episodes. I consistently watch it every week, mm-hmm. and um, it's very enjoyable. We haven't really talked about the movie. Yeah, yet. we have a little bit. I'm just wondering how it is looking at me, holding a roll of paper towels. Uh, it's we're podcasting out of my bedroom today, folks, and uh, that is not normal. And no. We have lost a mic stand, so I have my mic shoved in a paper towel roll. So if it sounds like shit, it's probably because it sounds like shit. Well, this is my first time doing this, and for no, some odd reason, it do- the cord doesn't want to work for me, so I'm having to hold the cord up to my chest. You look fancy, though. You, you look because nice. Because if I let go, it does this odd humming noise. Like a sir. Oh, it, it just did it. There it was. It so... Sorry if that's too much to deal with, but hopefully it's not. Um, one like there was a particular moment in the movie today I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Naruto gets enchained and he gets the chakra control device shoved on his stomach, mm-hmm. ironically right over the seal, um, and he's chained from the ceiling and his ankles are chained together. I got chill bumps watching him like literally like shock himself. Like, to the point of passing out, yeah. escaping. Mm-hmm. And that's why, back to the uh, archetypical stories, why I think people like anime and books and movies and shit like that is because we want, we all want to be able to do that. We mm-hmm. don't, like, we're not on th- those, these terms as we don't want to, we don't want to have magic. We don't need to use ninjutsu. We don't want to have some crazy fox demon sealed in our stomach. We don't want to, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, we all want to be resilient. And And we respect qualities we don't have. I'm not dissing movies and Western movies, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel that it gets the that actors can get that emotion out, like a like what the voice actors and the animators can do. They can animate the the face so perfectly that you could be like, "Holy shit!" In that situation, I would feel the same way. Just because there's no there's no like limit of skill and there's no physical limitations i think in um the django unchained there's uh-huh. a scene where um quentin tarantino good director uh mr candy i don't remember it's famous actor i'm sorry uh titanic leonardo dicaprio Le- yeah i'm sorry leo slams his hand down and breaks a glass he actually broke that right. glass and his hand was bleeding, not was squeezing his hand so he would get that emotion out. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the like I got the chills when I watched that scene. I love that movie too. So no, Leonardo DiCaprio is a professional mm-hmm. man. Like 
there's not a lot I would squeeze broken glass in my hand for. Mm-hmm. And he did it just to make himself better. One reason I think the action-packed Mission Impossible isn't good is because Tom Cruise does not have emotions. Tom's cr- Tom Cruise, He's dude... He's an alien robot. So you know how every other human being on the fucking planet, mm-hmm. their two front teeth, the line in between them, <laughs> is even with their nose? Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's isn't. He's not a motherfucker. He's not a human. Look, have He's you, not have a you human. seen that meme of that stupid alien li- uh, dancing to that music? It's like, jun, 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 and he's doing that stupid thing with his yeah. hands. That's Tom Cruise. That's what he actually is. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise is a mirror. But, like, the re- they don't give a fuck about yeah. emotion. They don't, they don't give a fuck about good storytelling. They don't give a fuck about depth. The only thing they're worried about, big explosion, cool cinematics, mm-hmm. and, like, James Bond type characters which yeah. got boring literally 30 years ago. Yeah. And I mean there are movies that bring emotion into it. And you know that's when it's going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. When there's a scene where the woman is on her knees crying in the shower mm. and you feel like you're you want to cry too. That's the emotion that I want to see in movies that I feel when I watch an anime. Kind of like whenever you played that song not too long ago, uh-huh. the one you wrote, and I was tearing up. Yeah. That's the emotions I want to feel when I watch a movie. You sure? Because like, my dick wasn't out? The emotion I feel <laughs> when I watch Shrek, yeah. that's the mo- that's the emotion I want to see. You <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. You uh, know I hate those fucking movies. That's why Do you I really get it. emotional when you watch them? God, no. <laughs> like, are you just sitting there? Being like, oh, like, like, you know what that movie's about? What? A big green asshole and a donkey that has sex with a dragon. The only emotions I feel is a stiffy when I watch Shrek. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's going to do it for now. Um, so apparently, I, why is our cult, like, why are people our age so fascinated with Shrek? I don't know. It's, they're not good. No. They're hell, they're perfect to watch when you're hungover slash you know had um, just gotten drunk. uncultured illiterate uh maybe missing a chromosome or two that's <laughs> the best time to watch Shrek. yeah that's when you'll get the full enjoyment of that crisply written movie mm-hmm. um i'm gonna get shot out in the streets one day like yo a, i heard you what you said about Shrek. no i'm just wow. gonna walk out of a restaurant and just get shot just get blown away uh-huh. By some Shrek sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's real out here. We're fighting a motherfucking war, bro. So, we need to talk about the movie. We're talking about Shrek and Mission Impossible. Alright, so, what was your favorite and least favorite parts of this movie? My favorite. The first scene. The first scene? When they're in the movie theater. Uh-huh. And they're... He's up training, there, training upside down. I, I, I think I heard Sasuke talk more in this movie than I did yeah. the entire series. He's always just this edgy teen that doesn't want to say anything, but he was actually nice to Naruto most of the time Dude, in this he's movie. He's so angsty. Yeah. So angsty. I think that's why he's my favorite character. That that was my favorite scene with an anecdote. I'm just kidding. Because th- it was not my favorite scene. But there's a moment in this certain scene that really does it for me. So mm-hmm. it's when Naruto tracks her down to the bar. Mm-hmm. One, his face. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's what I love about like the, the ability to animate. 
there's no way they could have replicated that expression in real life. Mm-hmm. But then she, the, the actress, princess, is talking about she's not going to go, she's not going to go. And Kakashi's like, well, all right then. And he just, like, does it to her. That's uh, Princess Koyuki for you. What 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 technique did he use there? Who? Kakashi. He just he put her in a, he put her in a genjutsu. Okay. Using the Sharingan. gun. Okay. His his like full length Japanese name is like the hero of the uh, the red wheel eye or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't remember specifically, mm-hmm. but that's basically his eye was rotating. He was putting in her in a simple genjutsu because she's a simple woman that was my least that was my that was my favorite mm-hmm. and then my least favorite was the end the end you didn't like it well i loved the uh like rainbow rasengan and shit mm-hmm. but i think they could have done the same thing because there's the scene where the princess is being an actress and betrays kakashi and naruto and sakura and Sok- sasuke mm-hmm. and then she immediately I'm being an actress and stabs Dito whatever his name was Dodo Dodo and uh like I feel like that fight should have just taken place there because by making it not finish there it uh took the heat and and the air out of what she had just done Mm -hmm. and it made me realize that she'd been a cunt most of the movie (laughs) she was she really was And, and, and they could have easily put the gate thing where you know like the where the little crystal slipped in yeah. could have easily put that in that room yeah. or just have those scenes take place where that where, where it ended in the end with the big mirrors you know at first when the movie first started and I heard that they had chakra armor I was first like you know why doesn't the rest of the universe have chakra armor and then then they bumped into each other mm-hmm. after the scene that you were just talking about where it should have ended mm-hmm. and I was like oh, okay that makes sense that's needed or I wouldn't have I wouldn't well, have Well when known. I thought about chakra armor that's not what I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like Asuma's chakra blades mm-hmm. where it's like a physical thing that's augmented by the chakra but yeah. that's not really what it was. No, it was basically like uh just it was a force field that deflected mm-hmm. chakra. Mm-hmm. And I mean cool idea but when you accidentally bump into each other and it short circuits or Two of the most used jutsus in the entire show slash movies, mm-hmm. the Rasengan and the Chidori, can almost break them. Mm-hmm. You have a problem, right? Because their Rasengan is consistently used with virtually everything Naruto does. Chidori is what Kakashi uses and passed down to Sasuke. Did Kakashi use Chidori, or did he like it, Chidori and Lightning Blade aren't the same thing, are they? No. Which one's stronger? That's a good question. We do get a cool scene with Kakashi using Lightning Blade. He created Chidori, Mm -hmm. and he could use it without the, um, without Sharingan. He was just not very accurate. Right. He then created Lightning Blade as a more pinpoint, exact thing, Mm -hmm. and I think he used Chidori there. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Well, he says lightning blade. Okay. He, then lightning blade. They're different. Yeah. Because lightning blade is uh, Raikiri, and Which, Chidori is Chidori. What is Raikiri? It's 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 basically lightning blade. But I don't know. They just sometimes they say Raikiri in the anime, and then sometimes they'll say lightning blade. He says lightning blade a lot more than he says Raikiri. Yeah. And then um. Yeah, 
I think Lightning Blade is stronger than Chidori. I would assume so. I don't know why, but it's I, it's a blade of lightning <laughs> on his hand. Like, and another thing I did love about this movie is the subtle costume additions. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm used to seeing them in the same costume over and over. When there's minor detail differences, I just kind of yeah. get excited. Like um, the third movie they made that you already watched, and we were thinking about watching that instead of this one, where uh, Naruto's wearing shorts and so is Rock Lee. I wanted to see that simply because of the outfit change. Right, right. It, that like, and Rock Lee. I don't know what character. it does to me. I'm just like, oh, God, I can see his calves. Rock Lee and Mike Guy are my favorite characters. So, I know, I know. Yeah. We're basically Rock Lee and Mike Guy. That's exactly well, I'm Mike Guy, and you're you're my student, Rock Lee. No, it's more I'm with, with Takashi, you're Mike Guy. Yeah, okay. I agree there. You're... Pretty. No? I'm not... Just... If words were pretty. our weapons, you're the most prevalent, prevailed, astute, if you will. Dude, I'll hurt somebody's master. feelings and they won't even know why. <laughs> like, I'll make somebody cry and they don't understand why they're crying. Yeah. I use accoutrements, bro. What would... Like, I think... Uh, I'm ready to give them a rating. Alright, go ahead. I'm going to give it a five. Really? I've been trying to be harsher on my ratings. Okay. And a five is kind of the stand, it's the standing post for it was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch, but I would have liked it more if better fight scenes. Okay. Or the story was just a little bit tighter, or they would have... I, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like they're hundreds of episodes of Naruto that I would rank higher than this movie. Yeah. What is it? It's a smackadoo, right? Yeah. So I'm okay. going to give it a 5 smackadoo out of 10. I'm going to give it a 6.3 and I have a specific reason why. Okay. The Shippuden movies and the uh, the Naruto movie 2 and 3 are just much better than this one movie. Yeah. And I think a lot of the episodes that you were mentioning are a lot better. Mm-hmm. So it's going to rank lower. The Shippuden movies are just choreographed and animated better. Yeah, yeah. And so are the other two. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have to give it a 6.3 smackadoos. Okay. Out of 10 smackadoos. All right. Yeah, I think, yep, I think that's it. How do you feel doing a podcast? I know you're kind of nervous before we started. Yeah, I was nervous it before we started. It is nerve-wracking. Yeah. It is. I mean, at first I was like, I'm not going to have enough to talk about. And then it we got on and I fast. was like, Wait a minute. This is anime. This is my thing. Like we've been talking for 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm I honestly I think I could probably keep talking, but we already gave ratings and stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure you'll be back on. Yeah. So everybody give it up for my nephew, young Sean Bolin. Whoop whoop, that's me. I appreciate you being on here, buddy. Well, thank you for having me. All right. We'll catch y'all next week with the movie Lost in London. And then the week after, I think somewhere around the week after, we're going to be doing our uh, last hurrah podcast before we take this uh, no fast food fast binge. Wait, that is nonsensical. The whole month of August, we can't eat fast food. And we're going to do a podcast that the start day and weep and cry. Fast food fasting. And we're going to be fast food fasting. And we're going to be documenting that throughout on Instagram and our social media. So if y'all don't follow us or like us on there yet, go ahead and click on that. Stay up to date with us. 
and uh, Daniel will be back next week. So uh, save your come for him. Also, please comment because I'd love to read comments down below. <laughs> we hadn't got a single comment, but got a lot of views. No comments though. It's probably just me watching I mean, it over and over again, so Daniel won't quit. I, I mean, I basically, I scroll through just random comments of YouTube videos all the time just to see what people are talking about. I mm -hmm. do the same thing with porn videos. If my mom's comments watching, I don't watch. Comments on porn videos are weird, bro. If my mom's watching, I don't watch porn, mom. It's good. No. Samantha, I know we haven't spoken in many years. Your son watches way too much porn. <laughs>